When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows. And let's be honest, Matthew, mainly the lows for you. Of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. This week we will be joined by comedian, Liverpool fan and supplier of prime beef, Chris McCausland. Ooh, that's very exciting. I don't know what you mean by prime beef. Did you not see the message he sent you on Twitter this week? Oh! Yeah. That sort of beef. He meant he was doing a bit of agri work on the side. Take this up with him when he's live, but he has shots fired from McCausland this week. Before we get to the the abuse and, and those people thinking, you know, it's time to give Matt Ford a break, are we doing that thing again? Talk to the listeners about your worst score yet this season, please. Okay. I had... An appalling. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not even. The problem was, in a way, and I know that people enjoy themselves on social media at my expense, <laughs> but it is surely for the neutral more exciting if it goes down to the final game rather than the whole thing being crocked from the start. Now, the problem I had was I brought in, as you know, Reese James. Really good move. He was a high point scorer this week again, seven points for Reese James. The problem is the app. Put him oh, on the bench. Oh, the app. The damn app. Put him on the bench. So then I send my team off to producer Danny, and he sticks on social media, and everyone's like, are you kidding? He's on the bench. I was like, well, it's news to me, mate, because I've just signed him, and I wanted to start him. I mean, why would the app do that? Well, let's let's talk about the app, because we, anyone who listened to last week's podcast will know, we had a conversation about the fact that you made your changes before the European Games in midweek. So I'm guessing yeah. you brought Rhys James in on Monday. The deadline was Friday at 6.30. Talk me through those five days when the app sabotaged your team. Well, I brought him in and then thought nothing more of it. Yeah, why look at your team again? Why not have? Why would you check your team at half five, say, before a half six deadline on Friday? Just assume it's all right. I forget about the Friday deadline. In all honesty, what about Thursday? What about Wednesday? What about what? after we had a conversation? What about after we recorded last week's podcast? What about have a do, little look then? Do you want to talk about this like real men? <laughs> yes, please. 
Well then, straight up honesty. Oh, you were shagging, were you? You were shagging all week. Sorry, (laughs) I didn't realize. I didn't realize you were out with Liam Gallagher and then shagging the rest of the time. You couldn't check that you hadn't benched a player that you'd taken a hit on. The point is, it's not that sort of toxic masculinity I'm talking about, John. What I mean, masculinity. You were reading about shagging. I wanted. I said, men, not boys. I want to talk about this. Adults, like evolved beings, advanced. Mm -hmm people living in a western society what i'm saying is Mm. at the weekend i follow it because i'm like oh all these players of mine are playing oh i hope i get more points than you and then we record the podcast and i think about it and then basically the rest of the week i'm doing other stuff and it's only on friday when producer danny texts us and goes teams and i'm like ah i've forgotten the teams and Mm. then the app nonsense nonsense what well, I, well for why example, why wouldn't I pick him then? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I pick him? Let's 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 get down into the specifics. So you have eleven players in a football team. For those you know joining a, a, a ground level here, eleven players. If each of those players literally comes onto the pitch, lies down, gets uh, brought off at half time, comes back on, lies down, doesn't move for ninety minutes, they'll score two points. They've come on, they've played the full half. You get double points for your captain. So even if every player in your team was immobile, you would score 24 points in a game week. How many points did you score this week? 23. (laughs) And you know know that. (laughs) You know what's odd is, right? A captain Salah, he scored 10. Yeah. I'm like, how have the rest of them? So I had Sanchez in goal. Well, save this because I want you to talk people through this whilst doing your forfeit for the week. So if you remember, and I drove up to my mother's house today uh, in a transit van because I'm a real man. She's moving house. I couldn't sync my phone in the transit, so I couldn't have my audio books on, which I usually do when I drive like a real lad. Um, So I had Radio 2 on. And I've got to tell you, it was a breath of fresh air. Steve Wright's still knocking it out of the park. He just, he does what he does. And it's it's uh, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Anyway, got a text in. He was doing a text this week on weight loss. And um, got a text in from a lady called Trisha. Now, let me tell you, Matthew, Trisha's, I mean, sure, she's joined Slimming World. But she's lost two and a half stone. And do you know how she's lost that? Not just <laughs> Slimming World. She says, every day I go on what I call my wobble board and she's doing no word of a lie no I squealed way. in the car half three this afternoon she texted steve wright to say she's part of the revolution she is part of whole body vibration training and you're about to join that group now we should explain to the listeners you sent me this thing you bought it off qvc or one of those channels last yeah. week 666 um, high street TV. arrived um, this thing arrived it's big right so i'm sat on it it took me half an hour to assemble it and it's just a seat um, I've not actually turned it on yet, so I don't know what this thing's going to be like. But it's basically like a kind of little, it's almost like a little camping stool that sits on what looks like a big set of kitchen scales. And then you attach ropes to the side, I guess, to work your arms. Now, the seat is comfy, but I'm I'm low down. Um, but anyway, here we go. So I've not, I'm going to, it's remote controlled. What I'd like you to do is is be on the board at whatever maximum vibration is. Ideally, oh, I don't know if this sort of thing we can book in in advance, but on behalf of the listener, ideally I'd like you to soil your pants. Um, and I'd like you to, from 1 to 11, talk through who's in your team, what they scored this week. And I'm I'd also like wearing a vest that. Yes, that says on it, admin loving virgin, which yes. is another 
forfeit. I had to iron those letters on myself. Yeah, thanks for doing that, mate. It's That's uh, another part of a, a forfeit from weeks gone by where you had to carry out a forfeit in an outfit of my choosing. So that is being yeah. done this week as well. Okay. So, so you, you're going to film this? Film this? So the video will I'm be available? I also just need to set, because I'm sort of stooped. Oh, I've got a little stool. Um, it might not be the first time I say that today. <laughs> okay, so I'm turning this thing on. Oh, it sounds like a washing machine, which isn't a good... Um, I'm just going to press play. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. God, this is the lowest setting as well. Oh, God, it's horrible on you. What, on your what? Well, what? The, the bit that sat on the damn... Christ, this... I can't actually think straight. Ooh, are you supposed to hold on? So- Jesus. Uh, <sighs> right. God, it's like um, it's like being in an earthquake. <laughs> oh my God! You know, I can see on the video my chubby little arms just vibrating. <laughs> ah, you know what? If you hold on, it makes your brain wobble. <laughs> did, did, what did that? Oh. <sighs> <sighs> If you lift your feet off the floor and and take your hands off your chair, presumably you're just going to be full, full vibration, are you? Actually, it's worse when you hold on because then more of your body's vibrating. Yeah, it's really making me want to poo. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, it's making me want to poo. Oh, I shouldn't have had those snacker jacks before coming on here. Read your team out. Read your team out. Right. So, I had Sanchez in goal. God, it hurts, John. If you hold on like that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had Sanchez in goal. He scored minus one. He's got he's my voice wobbling. He scored minus one. I had Amity. He scored one. Uh, uh, Robertson scored one. Jansen scored one. Salah scored ten. Traore scored one. Ben Rama scored two. Alan scored three. What? Ah, oh, please. <laughs> Vardy scored. How many? Two? Two. Antonio scored two. And Ronaldo scored one. And perhaps could you end with a nice slow you red? You red. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> okay, you can stop now. You can stop now. Oh, my God. That sounded quite oh my God. less sort of amusing and more just unpleasant for you. Sounded like you were in pain. Really hurt. I'm going to stick that on the group now so you can see the... Uh... Right, I'm going to have a watch of this video. <laughs> have a little watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Enjoy that at full later. Well done. I've got a headache. Yeah. My back hurts and I need to either puke or <laughs> my shoulder blades at the back. What who invented that damn thing? What were they thinking? That was like sitting on a washing machine, which, you know, if certain... Mm-hmm. <laughs> there used to be a, like old jokes about people sitting on washing machines 
for sexual gratification. You've done that, right? Sat on a spin cycle? Mate, you know me. If I vibrate, I crap. There is no <laughs> sexual gratification there for me whatsoever. What better place to <laughs> your pants than on the washing machine? The minute one load comes out, <laughs> one goes in. It gets flung everywhere. One hot, warm load comes out of the machine. Oh, good God. Empty straight into your good Stuart Pierce skiddies. I'm still just wearing this vest, which, by the way, you got me a small one. You um, sick dog. It was actually, me... I don't want to turn you on when we're talking about fluids coming out of your body, but that's actually a vest of mine that I've worn. Oh, I thought it was new. <laughs> no, I'm buying you oh, a new you're vest. Such a perp. Yeah, but you that I've worn. The way you said it, that you were gonna get off on the fact that I was gonna put this on. It's got your pheromones all over it. I thought it put me in a bad mood. Do you know while we're talking about beautiful things that can stimulate sexual areas? Can I tell you oh, what yeah. I'm looking at now, Matt? Oh god. I'm looking at your performance game week by game week from weeks one to eleven. And I can see how many points you've scored. I can see your overall position out of the, what are we at, roughly... The fortnight. <clears throat> roughly 9 million uh, FPL players, I think, do we have? Something like that. Game week eight, victory one for Matt Ford. Yeah. Um, 66 points that game week. Um, do you know your global position there? Okay, go on. No, I don't know. 583,000th, pretty much. That's amazing. That is the, that's the only week you've you've penetrated the top million. <laughs> um, your overall position at that point in your, in your best game week that took you to six million three hundred forty nine thousand one hundred forty four in the league, and and Reach you then the got better. I have to say, over the next two game weeks, you peaked mm. at five million six hundred forty thousand four hundred fifteenth. Game week 23. <laughs> Game week 11, sorry. You're twi- <laughs> you cough like a dog. <laughs> if you were a dog and I was its owner, I'd go, I think he's swallowed a Lego Batman or something. He sounds very unwell. Game week 11, 23 points. You were the 8,235,974th most successful player out of, I think it's about 9 million. In FPL, and as we know from our own league, a lot of people set up teams that they are simply mothballing. They're just not looking at. So it can't get worse than this. I really thought you turned a corner, two victories in a row. I really thought, oh, this is it. Now we're going to get a bit of competition. He's going to start climbing the league. Okay, let me just let me just outline a few things. The the please keeper getting sent off is obviously a freak accident, right? That that's just that's false mesure, as they say in the legal world. Um, the the app. Screw me over on James. No, nope, did me out of seven that. points. That nope. did me out of seven points. So actually, I'd, uh, I'd have been on 30. So that, that would have still been a bad week, but not the terrible week that, that it's been made out to be. Because of Sanchez, um, I've had to use my free transfer this week to... to Please, to, to... God, do not tell me that you have made changes before an international break after the conversation oh, we had last week. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Have you done sugar. it already? <laughs> well, I just thought, well, I've got to get rid of him. You know, I have an urgency. I like... John, I don't like admin hanging over me. I really don't in life. Do you know what I mean? Like, bills come in, I pay them straight away. I don't muck about. No, but you're paying just... a bill that is subject to change. That's know, what you're doing. Th- you're that's not... why... I... I need to reframe my mind to remember that FPL is something to be 
Moldova. You know, it's like a it's like a whiskey and a cigar. It's there to be savored and enjoyed. Not it's not a shot of Jaeger to be kind of dispatched as quickly as possible. You are just never going to learn that you don't make transfers the day after the weekend's fixtures. That's on current form. Your view has merit, but. What you've got to remember is, I have been, I don't want to keep over-egging this, but I've been working like seven days a week for a long time now, and obviously that has affected, I, I'm still very busy, but I'm, I'm slightly less very busy, so now that I've got a bit more time on my hands, beware. I've got, I've got a holiday booked at the end of December, mate. What do you yeah. think I'm going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be getting leathered and probably falling in the sea, but apart from that, at, certainly at the start of the day when I'm nursing a hangover, I'm going to be like on FPL apps and getting intel and, you know doing stuff so So watch it just you watch it because now you underestimate me and that is when your opponent makes their biggest mistakes you've underestimated me and i'm a fighter not a quitter yeah um i'm just going through our whatsapp messages because obviously you know i feel bad if you tell me you're busy then i just assume i I do feel bad now because he's got a lot of irons in a lot of fires perhaps the time that you took to send me a whatsapp message this week where you said did a massive when I got in. Perhaps that's a moment that you could have had a quick check of your FPL team um, and not updated <laughs> me on the, the movements of your bowels. That was a private message. <laughs> We'd been together in the morning on Good Morning Britain, where we have been promoting this podcast. And hello to any new listeners. I'm sure this isn't what you're expecting mm. from a jaunty chat about Fantasy Premier League, but welcome aboard. Um it's healthy for men to talk about this stuff because if you don't talk about this stuff, you might die. And that's, you know, that's just a, a public health message that the NHS, they say to guys, you've got to, you know, just talk about this stuff. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> that guy. Remember that guy we met on that train? Um, the, 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 the South African guy. <laughs> Yeah. So this guy, right? I would say, and I'm talking to you, our wonderful listeners. Now, this story, I think, really highlights the difference between John and I. We're on a table of four. It's busy and sat. Also on this table of four was a, um, I'd say, late middle-aged South African guy. Yeah, looks a bit like he could have been like maybe a lecturer or something. Uh, he had like glasses on a string and kind of bald, but like with the floppy hair at the sides. Anyway. Just starts talking, just starts bullshitting like big time. Now, you correctly identified he wasn't a particularly pleasant person and mm. did not engage. I also made the same assessment of his character, <laughs> but egged him on and was just like, kept him talking the whole way for my own amusement. So he's going, you know, this laptop is the first one out of the victory because my son works for Sony. <laughs> I was like, no way. And he's like, Prob- how, but how do you know? Wow, that's great. He's like egging him on and all stuff like this. The bit where the um, the guy comes down the aisle with the trolley, like, with any refreshments, any refreshments, he just says to him, yeah, you got anything that won't give me the running steaming trots? I was like, just sandwiches, mate. You don't get the steaming trots off, like, a sandwich and a Kit Kat. And he sort of said it in a way as if he was blaming this guy is literally just pushing a trolley, but he said it as if every week you cook me dinner and you deliberately give me diarrhea as if the guy had cooked all the stuff in his house and brought it in. Oh, I made you a lovely moussaka this week. Well, last week I had this. 
It's just pushing a load of sandwiches that he's just taken out of a fridge. Just pick one, and it's free. I was like, I wish I'd get in touch with him. I hate your desire to interact with people who are clearly. It used to happen whenever we got in a cab. If you detected that the cab driver was a wrong one. You do it in New York when we've been to New York and you sniff a bit of, if you sniff a bit of Trump around the taxi driver, you start digging. It's horrific. Oh, oh man. That, that guy, Jemba. I'm going to vote for Trump. Is that what he meant? Because crazy times need a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't, don't they need a normal guy to stop them being crazy times? Wouldn't that be like a more sensible decision? He was. No way, buddy. You found the guy when we got the Greyhound bus to go boxing, the <gasps> crazy drunk who was abusing British people and saying we were all weak and chasing us and said, oh, let's all meet up when we get to the fight. You egged him on. You oh, always no. do it when we're together, which I take as a personal, we're together, so we have company because we brought it. And yet you find a sort of lunatic mate as if to say, <laughs> well, he's boring, so let's wind this up and see where it goes. No, so you've misunderstood. What I think is, this is an amazing, uh, this is like amusement for us both. Is we've met, a, we've met an interesting person. No, not interesting. Frightening, frightening. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's what the people who saw us on GMB will have been expecting in terms of anecdotage. Uh, shout out for the sound guy on uh, GMB. Um, clearly, a man who listens to the show who. Basically, yeah, what's his name? Ian. Ian, yes, whose who's, uh, who's FPL team is Mason Mount Me, and said that if we didn't mention his team live on GMB, he was going to fade our mics down and turn up the effects mic so that we sounded weird. Well, joke's on you, Ian. I already sound unpleasant. So another forfeit. Um, you've lost oh, again. damn it. Damn it. Um, let's talk about some of the news stories of the week, see if something volunteers itself, because there is a suggestion, and what is the recurring news story of this week, is people being sacked. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. D- you can't Smith. fire me. We are, we are joint partners in this enterprise. I cannot be fired. What about if I get to fire you from another podcast? Because we have discussed this. You know, you're talking about how busy you are, how you don't have time to check whether you've benched a very expensive player that you've brought in. Daz. Uh, tweeted me this week to say, you need to give Matt Ford some grief this week. Don't worry, Daz, I've got you covered. He said, I listened to his other podcast with Alice Levine and he did not correct her when she called them Knott's Forest and he calls himself a fan. Face plant emoji. Well, what am I supposed to do? Look, you can't just go around life constantly correcting people. It'd be like being you. In life, you have to let things go. That's what people do. That's what it's called manners. So you happy for them to be called Knott's Forest? No, of course not. Of course not. But um, I'm not going to go. Oh, I'm sorry. Now the other that podcast, by the way, it's called British Scandal. It is a high production value uh, show. I'm not going to get bogged down in the middle of that show talking about whether it's Knott's or Nottingham Forest. Whatever my opinion on the matter, it's irrelevant in that world. Okay. So you're keeping on with that podcast, are you? Anyway. Yes, I am keeping on with that podcast. And if we're reading out any messages, they should be read out by our new mascot, Sidekick. Oh, yeah? Who's that? I've, I bought it. Do you want to see a picture of it? <laughs> yes. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about Ed the Duck, and I thought it'd be great to have one of them. So I bought one online, and it arrived. And Ed the so Duck? Well, this just just can... take me back to the point when you're too busy to check your FPL list team this week, and you've bought a sock puppet online. 
Can you see it on the camera? I can see it. Yeah. Do what you is like that? It? It's sort of like a cross between the sock puppet and zig and zag. It's kind of zig and zag with he's got a tie, glasses, and it's. It, uh, you remember we were talking about it? I think when we were reminiscing about my um, <laughs> awful time in Holland. Yes. Um, so I thought it'd be nice to have a, a Dutch. A Dutch mascot, and he looks kind of Dutch, doesn't he? His orange flecks there. He's got a kind of wacky look. And it's Vinnie van der Veed. And I read, you post, and tweet. <laughs> What's happened to you? I just thought it'd be cool to have like an Ed the Duck type thing. I was like, well, we're in control of that. We can just have one. Sure, but it's an get... audio podcast. Nobody can see oh, this thing. I didn't think of that. I genuinely didn't think of that. What am I going to do with it? There's no point in having it. Well, I think you need to use it for the forfeit. Did you also see the news this week that somebody has uh, joined Twitter who hasn't been there previously? Oh, go on. John Terry has joined Twitter. Why has he joined Twitter? He's going to hate it. People are going to be so horrible to him. Yes, you would You would suspect so. I mean, there's a lot of rumours he's about to get a big managerial job. Um, his name is getting tatted. Him and his friend Frank, Frank Lampard's Derby County. How are they doing tatted. these days? Yeah, not good, mate. Um, I'm so tatted. Perhaps you should send John Terry a video message on Twitter <laughs> um, with your from, little sock puppet friend. From Vinnie van der Veek. And I read your post and... Oh, wow, the functionality of this thing. Isn't it great? He's Vinnie van der Veen, and he reads your post in Twitch. <laughs> oh, I love him. Hasn't he got so much character? I'm going to film it for the for the socials. So this is our new... Um, so this is our new... This guy... I, I mean, it sounds like this is maybe the only week this is going to happen, but this is Vinnie van der Veen, and I read your post in Twitch. It's so God, hard now it? to set forfeits for you when you're sort of... You're pranking yourself. <laughs> in a vest on a wobble board doing a sock puppet character that you have purchased. Vinnie van der Veet, where's that come from? Vinnie van der Veet, and I read your post and tweets. Any <laughs> cute? You can't not like the guy. You can't be angry at this guy. Now I'm, I'm worried about you, is what I think this is the point at which I have to say maybe... Even though you've had your worst week ever in FPL, maybe let's have a week off the forfeits because I think, I think some lasting damage has been done by the wobble board and some of the other things I've made you do. And I'm sorry that you've got to this point and I want to reach out to you now as a friend and say, let's go and have some dinner and let's talk. I'd love that. But why don't you talk to Vinny? Vinny? Yes? Um, when, when did you arrive at, at Matthew's house? I arrived two days ago. I am happy to be here. And I'm looking forward to reading for you guys your post and tweets. Um, um, Vinny, I, d- I don't know if you... Are you on WhatsApp, Vinny? No, I don't use social media. I Oh, <laughs> damn it. I only use Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning the whole thing, you see. I'm just learning on the jibs. Yeah, you're, you're sort of... The entire veneer of your character seems to be falling away quite quickly, Vinny. Two questions in. Well, I think that's your opinions and you're entitled to it. But what I would say is, it's my second language. I'm not going to get everything how you say uh, correct. So you have to give me a little bit of leeway. You're from Holland, is that right? 
yeah, Friesland. And I go to the Dubois <laughs> supermarket and I eat Orinoco chocolate spread. It's all I eat. And then it comes out and the poop looks the same as the food when it went in. It's starting to get like um, Fight Club, where I'm starting to believe that you've made Vinny into a visual representation of that holiday and, and the little boy that weed his pants and was missing his mummy. And I think I'm not qualified to deal with what's happening here, is what I think. If you were close to him like I am, you'd be loving this so much more. He's like Vinny, a blue I... and green lizard and he's he's got glasses and he's cool. Is Laura at home at the minute? No. Oh, hang on. No. She's... Um, <laughs> she's um... Hang on, is that to me or Vinny? Uh, well, I'm happy to continue talking to Vinny until the police arrive. I think let's let, let's talk however you feel comfortable. No, it's just me and Forty. He's at home at the moment, and he sat on his vibrating box. Did very well, in my opinion. And now we're just ready to talk about the letters and the social medias. I, I'm going to ask. I, I want to speak to the man controlling Vinny now, and I want Vinny to go away. Okay. See you in a bit, Vinny. C- c- Vinny, just I just put him to one side. Yeah, I think it's dangerous to sort of facilitate this any longer and, and allow him to say goodbye to the listeners. I think it's time now that Vinny gets put down. What so forever? I'm going to offer you a choice of forfeits now. Oh, don't make me do anything horrible to Vinny. You can either put Vinny down on yeah. online, film a video of Vinny being sacrificed, so that Jesus. the listeners don't have to um, put up with this anymore, <laughs> or you can. Uh, echo the work of Daniel Sturridge, who do you need a haircut at the moment, Forty? You know what I do? I do. It's 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 definitely you cross the line, don't you? When you think I've just had my haircut, and then you're like, yes. all of a sudden, it's ages since I had my haircut. Do you? Where do you usually go to get your haircut? Like a regular place, or are you up for like something new? I go to one of those twelve quid guys. Yeah. Well, I I want you to put this message out, and you you can tweak it however you will. But this is a message that Daniel Sturridge put out this week, looking for uh, a barber in Perth. Need a barber in Perth on Thursday. Only put your CV forward if you're top level. You see the vibes, crispy clean, smooth like I wash my face with cake soap. If you've never cut hair like mine, don't bother putting your CV forward. My hairline is important to me. It's straight. I don't want to leave Australia with an M-head hairline. Please proceed to put your CV forward if, after all I've said, you still fit the description. Top-level craftsmanship, barber level on 1,000, but don't charge anywhere near that much. If you do, you are out of the running. Shaky hands, I rebuke you. Don't bluff me. I'm going to look on your profile. If your pics ain't good, don't bother putting your CV forward. You are out of the running. I had time today. I have time every day. I'm in quarantine. Bye for now. Storage used to play for Liverpool in England. Yeah. What's he doing? He's joking, surely. I think that's a man who doesn't have a puppet and is looking for an outlet. Um, yeah, he's joking, obviously. He wants a good haircut when he comes out of uh, uh, quarantine in Australia. He's, he's having a bit of fun. I invite you to, on social media this week, post a similar message <laughs> looking for a haircut in London and follow up with the barber of your choice. Okay, well, I'm not putting Vinny down because I love him and he cost me 20 quid. Okay. Um, Vinny stays. And Vinny, I think, may, well, email us, hello at cpfpl.com. How do you feel about Vinny? Do you like him? Is he an annoying gimmick? Let me know. How do you feel about Vinny? I've I, seen your little video of him. Have you seen it? I, I, do you know, I listened to the podcast this week, so I realised, you know, I think one thing we're trying to do is you and I try not to swear. And there were a couple of swears last week that got bleeped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, there's a time and a place for that. And I think the time is now to say regarding Vinny, I don't know what the fuck is at me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's part of a bigger thing or if you're trying to unsettle me, but I don't know why you've ordered that fucking weird puppet, why you've started doing that fucked up voice and why you think it's appropriate on our podcast the week we get prime time itv coverage to bring in a new audience you decide that ed the duck is the avenue you want to go down for our podcast i thought you'd be so happy i thought you'd be really proud of me that i'd thought of like a new dimension for us to take the show in that that i'd put a bit of care and a bit of production into it i thought you'd think oh man you know you're really making an effort with this show rather than you're adults. What's the matter with your brain? Do you know what I'd like if you want to make this show better? Why don't you, an hour before the deadline, have a look at your f-ing team and put in the players that you think might score some f-ing points so that there's a little bit of competition at this uh, at the top of this league. And let me say thank you to Ian Sterling, top of the league again. Thank you to Emily Dean. Thank you to Russell Howard, breathing down my neck, for giving me some sense of the need to perform. Because I'll tell you, if there was only me and you in this league, I wouldn't even bother turning up anymore. Can I just, mm-hmm. can I just bring up something before we move on? No way. What the what f- is the going f- on? Right, we we need to use this. Producer Danny has produced. He's got his own Vinnie Van Der Veek. What, Danny? What? How? What? I bought it at the Glastonbury Festival. You're kidding! You bought that at Glastonbury. <laughs> this is insane. You must have you must have gone spare when you saw me produce that. What did you call yours? I'm not named. I'm not that. Oh, that sort of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's doing all right in the league. Isn't that cool? Have I spectacularly misjudged this? Now I'm worried that when this podcast is going to go out, everybody is thinking, that's a perfectly fine thing to do. I mean, everyone's. I'm surprised John hasn't got his own puppet that he speaks through. Check our social media. I'm going to put a, the picture of the video up of Vinny. And because he's such a cute puppet, but it's not. I've never seen this before anywhere else. And yet the only other person who's got one is... Danny, this is mad, isn't it? It's sad. It suggests that I've made a career choice to sort of go all in with two gentlemen <laughs> who it turns out I didn't know as well as I thought I did. How how long are you spending with Vinny on your hand? This is the first time I've ever played with him. I, I thought he would be born on the show. I did, I, you know, my puppetry days are behind me. I did a bit of puppetry, sure. Um, when Elsie was young, she had a little beaver and I used to do you know, some skits with the beaver. He had a very broad northern accent. He used to talk like that beaver. Kiss that bloody time. <laughs> um, she used to love it. But she, I don't know if I've made this clear, was a three-year-old child, not an adult listening to an FPL podcast. Okay, John, it's Vinny here. Just oh, wanted God. to pop up and say that I think because it's Vinny Van Der Vee, you got to give me a retweet. Are you setting up a, a a Twitter account for Vinny? Um, yeah, that's a good idea, man. Can I have my own Twitter account? Let me think about it, Vinny. Um, I'll just consult John. What I meant was, um... <laughs> don't start doing that. I really don't like it when I come to your house, which I will. Yeah, I'm going to wipe my ass on Vinny. Vinny. Oh, oh, that's horrid. You're a nod. You're, you're worse than Dennis the Menace. They wouldn't have even done that in the Beano. That's you're worse than Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <You're> worse. <laughs> 
You're definitely worse than Dennis the Menace. I tell you now, if that prick <laughs> while I stay in your house, I'm going to do unspeakable things to that puppet. I will do things to that puppet that mean you can never engage with it again. You certainly can never touch it. We're meeting up in a couple of weeks, aren't we? Are you staying in London that night? If Vinny comes out, it's not going to end well for Vinny. <laughs> You'd chuck him in front of a car, you would. You're horrible. We're meeting in Soho. I will show Vinny things that happen in Soho that will leave him with PTSD. Puppet traumatic stress disorder. Oh, it's lovely wordplay. It's got to stay in. Improv. Improv. Puppet-based improv. You're listening to Matt Chuckles and Vinny Vandervee. I, I still don't understand what's happening. I, I, some sort of prank on me. And you've set it up with Danny where he's got one as well. No. Some, something is happening no, no. here, and I don't like it. Totally unplanned. It was my way of making an effort for the show, and... Well, I don't believe you. I don't believe you, because I've known why you would I make that too up? long. Why would you do it? Why would you I think, thought... oh, I know what will boost the football podcast. Not trying. I will buy a puppet and do it in a Dutch accent. And I think having a kind of um, sidekick puppet for the post element is cool. Like they like Gordon the Gopher or Ed the Duck or what's that dog? Puppet we'll put it to the people. We will put it to the people. So coming up uh, will be Hit the Post this week featuring, this week and this week only, unless there is a deluge of tweets saying that you people love Vinny. Vinny will be reading Hit the Post uh, after we've interviewed this week's guest, Chris McCausen. But before that, let's catch up with last week's guest to see if he wins the Sharp View Cam. It's Lloyd Griffith. Hi guys, Luke Griffith here, absolutely fuming with the game week this week. Um, Ronaldo got one point, one point, Fernando's got two, and my goalkeeper on the bench, old Benny Foster, 12, so I'm obviously, um, I'm just not a very good FPL manager this week, um, fuming because I'm going away next week and the, and the sharp view can would have been absolutely beautiful, birds flying, but um. Hey, it is what it is. Well done. I'd love to come back on again soon. All right. Cheers. Sounds genuinely broken that he didn't win that view, Cam. Yeah, he does sound gutted as well. And, you know, I mean, it has to be said he beat you. Everyone beat me. And that's fine. 8.3 you know, million people beat you. In a way, there was some... Oh, I mean, that is bad. But there was... When I saw that the app had benched Reese <laughs> James. I thought, well, this this week's dead. Mm. You know, I just knew it. So delighted to say that we are joined by this week's uh, comedian and FPL manager. It's the wonderful Chris McCausland. His team is the Surbiton Mannix. He is uh, a previous Surbiton brother of ours. Uh, mm. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah, I was all right, actually. I was really excited to have you on, Chris. And then I, I mm. saw you trolling me on social media. Now, now I feel very hurt. Do you know what, mate? I've had a, I was in touch and distance of third a couple of weeks ago. I, I had high aspirations, ideas far beyond me station. And um, I've had a disastrous couple of weeks um, by any normal person's standard until I looked further down the table. And I just... I mean, I don't even know how you're doing it, mate. It's... <laughs> it's astonishing. 
this do week you know is. Do you know what? This is I like literally. I'm in. I'm in four <laughs> leagues, right? I'm in two of them with me dad, and I talked me dad into doing this, right? I, I haven't done fantasy football since about 2008 or something like that, and I stopped playing it because I couldn't bear that you had to have Ronaldo as your captain every week. Couldn't yeah. I couldn't handle it, and so I stopped playing. And then you guys talked me into doing it this year, and Ronaldo came back, and I was fuming already at the beginning. <laughs> and he had a brilliant week, right? And then, but now he's gone off the boil, and he's not the must-have that he once was. So I'm, I'm kind of more comfortable with that now. But I talked my dad into doing it, and he phoned me up on Monday, and he goes, next time, don't ask me to do the fantasy football. I'm not playing it again. I'm in two leagues. I'm bottom of both of them. I'm doing, I'm doing crap. I'm, uh, so don't ask me to do it again. So I went on. I, I had a look, and he's bottom of both tables, and he's got fifty-one points more than Matt Ford. I was gonna say, as a, as a treat for your dad and as a prize for you, we should get Matt Ford to enroll in your league with your dad. Just <laughs> what, what better gift could we offer than the I, gift? Do you know what? I think that that would be wonderful. It make me give me dad a, a better self of sense, you know, sense of self esteem in the fantasy football arena. I I mean, Matt, it's astonishing, mate. It's to put this into some kind of political context that you might be able to understand. It's like, do you know people say about Donald Trump inheriting all that money and he'd actually be richer if he hadn't invested any of it? If he'd have just kept it earning the interest, he'd have probably made more money, right? If you'd have just picked a team and left it, mate, you'd probably be doing better than making the decisions you're making every week. <laughs> you're right. The problem is, you know what, you're right, because I got overtaken by Rob Beckett this week who did a lucky dip. Yeah. I mean, the points. Well, no, you were the people that aren't looking at it. <laughs> I mean, you had a bad week, Chris. Let's be honest. I mean, for the listeners coming in, yeah. there's there's a lot of bravado and shade being thrown here. But you scored thirty four points this I week. I have made. Now, with a good lineup. It was an interesting week, wasn't it? Because I mean, Matt's team, and and I haven't said this so far on this week's podcast. I'll say it now, and I'll say it very quickly. Matt's team on paper is a very good team. Thank you very much. Not. In terms of, you know, the paper of the results. So you tweeted, Matt, to say, well, I thought I did crap this week until I saw Matt score. Bloody hell, you wouldn't think it was possible to be that shit, would you? (laughs) Cheers, Chris. I mean, it is, it is, if you were, I mean, even if you were to say to somebody, right, your challenge this week is to get less points than an average of two per player. I think that most people would struggle. Mm. Especially when I have got Salah and I captained him. Yeah. It's actually, uh, in a way, people should be quite impressed with how badly I did. Uh, uh, in a way, I, I'm the more interesting player, aren't I? Because, you know, you two are knocking around the top of the league. You're doing all the obvious things. I'm more kind of renegade. I'm taking a different approach. People are going, well, this guy is a disruptor. You know, he might change the way people approach the game. Maybe. Well, well, do you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not knocking around the top anymore. I've, I've. I mean, apart from a couple of weeks ago, when I was kind of, I think I was flirting with fifth, and I was within touching distance of third, and I was quite excited. I think I have been a solid seventh or eighth throughout the whole season, and there's a reason for that, and that's because apart from Liverpool players, every single one of my players in my team is a solid seven or eighth in in the league. Really, I, I'm. I mean, I've listened to you. John talking about how oh, you can't have any United players in your team. Manchester right? United, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you, mate. Except I have not had any City, Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Spurs, or Everton wow. players in my whoa, team. Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
from the beginning of the season. Not only have I not had any of the players from those six teams in my team, I have not had one single player in my start and 11 that's been facing Liverpool that week. So that is the that is the level of emotional baggage I bring to this game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you bring all that and you're really good at it. I mean, imagine what you'd do if you were prepared to ditch that baggage. You'd run I away with got- it. I have got £5.9 million left in the bank because what? it's impossible to spend £100 million with those type, with that amount of rules. <laughs> you can't spend the money. I am looking at your team and wondering, I'm sure of Livramento, who's been a fairly consistently good player at Southampton. You're right, there are very few. I mean, Rafinha you don't have. I did have him and I got rid of him when he was injured. I need to bring him back in, to be honest. I had too many injuries and I used my wild card a couple of weeks ago because I couldn't put out a. I, I had like four or five injuries, um, and 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 I couldn't play any uh, Brighton players against Liverpool because you know of my emotional conditioning. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to use I had to use my wild card so I could swap out all my injured players so I could put my Brighton players on the bench. I'm shocked at how restrictive you've been and how amazing Mm. you're able to be within that really tight, effectively sort of straight jacket that you put yourself in. Handle the slightest bit of glee in a player doing well for a team that I want to do badly. I just can't bear. I said to me dad the other week, he's got Lukaku in his team, and this has gone back a few weeks. I said Lukaku's injured, you know. He had him, he had him up front, and he went, "Ah, oh, you're joking, aren't you?" I said, "What do you mean? Oh, you're joking? You should be celebrating this." <laughs> because what I've got him in my team. You ever, this is the problem with fantasy football. Yes, so don't put through. the players in your team that you want to be injured. <laughs> I'm looking through now. I can't see any Spurs players no. in there at any point. No, I've had none, mate. But at what point, I mean, do you know what, wow. what really is galling for me is to be suggesting Leeds players as a way of saying, you can pick us, we're shit. So no, a, I've just how successful no... do Leeds have to become for you then to say, right, I'm not having any Leeds players it's now. It's a combination they're... of success. It's a combination of being a threat to Liverpool and, and a historical rivalry. I, I like, I've got no problem with Leeds. I think Leeds are an exciting team. I quite like them to do well. It's like Leicester. Got no problem having Leicester players in and they've won the Premier League and they're always competing. No problem having West Ham players. I, I quite like them challenging at the top of the table. You know, it's, um, so it's it's a weird set of um, bizarre overlapping rules inside my head that causes me no end of torment. <laughs> <laughs> but as someone who has you know had a very successful career you're a wonderful comic i wonder if you could speak to us about whether you think puppetry is something that needs to be brought back into comedy or whether that's something that you know should be left to the experts and by that i mean matt ford has bought a puppet and seems to think it's what this podcast has been missing a puppet for a podcast <laughs> yeah again i didn't think it entirely through I thought it'd be good for we had had a conversation not long ago about Ed the Duck and Gordon the Gopher and I thought it'd be quite nice to have a kind of broom cupboard feel where we have a, a puppet or sort of mascot that reads the letters out, the tweets and the emails Right, and what's the voice made? So he's Dutch and it's Vinnie van de Viet and he reads your post and tweets Oh wow, so it's um, Steve McLaren from his um... <laughs> <laughs> from his days abroad. Nice to meet you, Steve. I didn't know you were on the podcast. <laughs> I, I go by the name of Vinny these days, Chris, but it's, I'm a big fan of your comedies, and I gotta say, I was there at the Criterion Theatre in 2004, 
and you were the justifiable winners. Wow, I mean, I've I've got to say, I've seen Matt's uh, stand up, and this is this is a this is a good step forward, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, I think. I mean, what you what you've actually done is it? I mean. I, honestly, I mean, it sounds like you're doing a Dutch Donald Trump. Sorry to bring him back into it, but that's what the voice is. I have no idea what you're talking about. That is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's good, mate. I mean, anything to distract away from your your weekly performance, I think is um, it's good, mate. You do what you got to do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should talk about Surbiton as well. All three of us lived in Surbiton. Mm. Some great pubs in Surbiton that I, I really miss. And when we moved there, there was what was that sports bar called? The Saucy Kettle. The Saucy yeah, Kettle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what I've got a story a about that, mate. Oh, Go man. On. <laughs> I've, um, no, because I used to drink and I used to go down there for the Champions League and the fella, he had boxing memorabilia yes. on the wall. Yes, he had loads. loads of memorabilia. And I was chatting to him and he's like telling me, do you know what, like when somebody's telling you the story and, you, and they're just. Like they like to know, they like to say that they've known everybody, you know, and they're yeah. full of like Jack and Ori's, yeah. And he's telling me about, oh, him and, you know, and I know, I, I, I know this fella and I know that fella and I was best mates with this boxer and, oh, and me and Tim Witherspoon, we go oh, back. You know what? I was just, just about to say, every yeah. pub in Surbiton's got a Tim Witherspoon story. Well, he was like, oh, Tim Witherspoon, I'm like best mates with Tim Witherspoon. I've known him for years. And I'm, I'm me and my cousin were at the bar, like, the, you know, doing the rubbing your chin. Oh, yeah, yeah. really, chinny, chinny. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, and he and he told us all these stories, and we came out, and we like, what? A, what that fella's full of shit, isn't he? And about a year later, I was in the chemist, and Tim Witherspoon was in front of me in the queue, <laughs> and, and Tim Witherspoon, he's like this big, brash yeah. kind of American. And at first, I thought, like, I thought, oh god, what a, what a, what a, what a, you know, pretentious, loud mouth American. And then he's talking to the fella behind the counter and he goes, anyway, my name's Tim Witherspoon and, um, <laughs> and I'll be, I'm staying at the saucy kettle with my friend like that. And, um, and he, I was like, gobsmacked and we, I was with my wife and we came out like at the chemist and I said, that was Tim Witherspoon. And she said, what do you mean? To-? I thought he said he was going the Weatherspoons. <laughs> Tim Weatherspoon. And I Googled him. And I said, I said is that, was that the photo? Because I'm, I'm blind, by the way, for people listening. Like, so I, I, I Googled him and showed the photo to my wife and said, was that, was that him in the chemist? And she was like, yeah, that was him. I was like, my God, he was telling the truth. Oh, this, this last year I've been thinking, what a lying bastard. <laughs> Best mates with Tim Witherspoon. It was that that, that pub of the Maypole? They had like loads of Tim Witherspoon like boxing gloves in there. But the, me yeah. and John had an amazing session in the Saucy Kettle. We'd never really been down there. We'd been to loads of the others, and they were like, "Oh, we should do it." Anyway, yeah. we're drinking in there, watching the early kickoff, and um, we're like, "I will have a couple of desperados." Those um, and they're beers that are uh, tequila beer, aren't they? They're pretty strong. Anyway, I was like, oh, two more desperados." We went, "Oh, we're out of desperados, mate." But uh. I'll do your Corona with a shot of tequila in the top of it. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, that was. I don't remember anything else about the day after that passed my lips. It was carnage. Yeah. yeah. What I do remember is that a desperado is definitely not just a shot of tequila in the top of a Corona. That was yeah. disgusting. That was a really yeah. horrible beer. But he'd, it was like his sort of ready, steady cook moment where he's like trying to be the salubrious host. I've actually cracked the recipe of this one myself. What is your tipple of choice then? I don't drink anymore, mate. Oh, well um, done. So I, I, um, I got so 
horrifically drunk after my first live at the Apollo performance <laughs> that I don't even remember. I, I, I was in the bar at the Hammersmith Apollo and then the next minute I woke up on my bathroom floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? Like, I, 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 I am, I've got a, an obsessive personality and I think I need... Um, I, I always have to have, some, you know, there's always something that I'm, I, I need to kind of put me, me downtime into. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Away, away from work. I enjoy work and I enjoy putting my efforts into it and, and stuff, but I, I, I like, I love music. Um, and, and I, I buy a lot of vinyl. I know it's kind of, oh like, no, I love it. It's great. Yeah. So I, that, that's kind of me. Um, I, I, you know, I, I kind of justify it by going, well, I don't, I don't drink anymore, so I can, I can stick me money on that. But, um, and, and, I, and I am literally, I'm like a crack, a crack addict of, of Pringles. I, I just, <laughs> honestly, I mean, if anything's gonna kill me, it's just uh, uh, the, the, the levels of salt in my blood. What's your favourite Pringles flavour? Salt and vinegar, mate. Um, yeah. I mean, what? once you pop, you can't stop. Is the most understated slogan. <laughs> what do you make of the prawn cocktail? What do you make a prawn cocktail flavor? No, no, no. I've never even had them. I just, I oh, can't, I'm imagining it in my head, mate. It doesn't. I think it's worth trying it. I tell you what, if you beat us this game week, we'll send you not only a um, box of salt and vinegar Pringles, but I'll chuck in some prawn cocktail because. I'm kind of like you. Like I'm not into crazy flavors, but oh my god, yeah. it, it it works. Do you know what the prawn cocktail? It just it just reminds me of Monster Munch. I could never get the smell off my fingers. Oh, I love Monster. <laughs> you know what? I love having the smell of food on my fingers. You know, when you've made like an Italian thing, like when you've chopped onions, garlic, and tomatoes. I'd I'd leave it a bit longer than I probably should have to wash my hands because I just love the smell of that Italian zest on my hands. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's one thing, mate. But pick it on your monster munch is another. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not quite, as, not quite as sophisticated. So, there's so... a question for you guys. Anyway, going back to the uh, going back to the FPL, which um, I feel like I need to remind you is the uh, subject of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Loosely. Uh, bonus points for either of you that can um, guess the um, cryptic source of my um, of my team name. Well, do you know, as you were talking then, I'm so glad Fordy you took responsibility for the prize because you suggested a tube of Pringles. Your team is the Serbit and Mannix. I was on the Manic Street Preachers website looking for Manic Street Preachers vinyl, assuming that you were a Manix fan and you collect vinyl. I was going to offer you some Manix vinyl. Um, but you know, we seem to have settled on a tube of Pringles. But to I, be honest, I, I'll take the Pringles, mate. <laughs> so it's so not nothing to do. to do with the Manic Street Preachers. No, 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 okay. no. Okay, so on the Spectrum, there was a computer game called Manic Miner. Do you remember that? I didn't play Manic Miner. Yeah, it was kind of in the same kind of family as Jet Set Willy, a little <laughs> stick man that wandered around with bizarre items dropping from the sky and you had to dodge everything. And it was a very surreal computer game. You got 30 odd lives to complete the whole thing. And inside the sleeve, it just said, as, um, as the character was Willie, as Willie wanders through the suburban streets of Surbiton. No way. <laughs> there was a computer game set in Surbiton. It was a computer game set in Surbiton. And if you, I mean, if you can imagine the kind of graphics on the spectrum anyway, it was impossible to render a suitcase accurately, let alone the suburban surroundings of a Surbiton. Yeah, you see, I played computer games up to the, up to the PlayStation 1. Um, and, and then that's when... Um, that's that's when I, I started becoming way too. Shit. 
You know, <laughs> I mean, my eyesight kind of got me to the point where on computer games, I was almost like a Matt Ford level of um, performance. <laughs> <Come on>! <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a better point to end than a, a, a man comparing himself as a blind man playing computer games. Comparing to his FPL own disability and inability to perform through lack of sight <laughs> and to Matt Ford's persistent failures of fantasy football. Cheers, Do you Chris. really want the Pringles then and not some vinyl? Do you know what? I can buy my own vinyl, right? And um, But whenever I buy more than two tubes of Pringles from Ocado, my wife has a little kind of, oh, more Pringles. But if like a box of them turned up from somebody else, right, that was a gift, Yeah. what can I do? Exactly. What can I do? And then it would be rude not to eat them because it's been sent with love and best wishes. Yeah, especially if there was like if there was a bow on it and a little card. <laughs> right, so we're agreed that your wife has an issue with two, so three tubes of Pringles. <laughs> I love the idea of sending someone loads of Pringles. It seems really cool. It's like the sort of thing that the Big Breakfast would have done. <laughs> it's got Evans written all over it. This. Good luck for the rest of the season. I love your commitment to not having rivals in. Last uh, two words before we go. Of everyone in our league, who is the person that you really want to finish above? I, I can't get my head around this, right? You, is that Patrick Bamford, the, the actual Patrick Bamford? England yeah. and Leeds legend, Patrick Bamford. He's got a team in our league. Yeah, he has, yeah. I and you, can't... And you're beating him by I 60 points. I can't play a player in my start on 11 that is facing Liverpool that week. I had to put on my West Ham players on the bench. <laughs> Leeds played Leicester this week. He had Schmeichel in goal. <laughs> he had Schmeichel <laughs> in goal in his fantasy team against his own. Is Bamford injured at the minute? He is, yes, but not for long, I hope. So, I mean, is that him saying, I really don't want anyone else in my team to score so they miss me, so I'm going to double me enjoyment by putting Schmeichel in goal. I think it's possible. I mean, it has to be said. He or has he just got no standards whatsoever? I think, I, mean, he I think he really wants to win. I think he wants to be good at FPL. If you're and, listening, um... Patrick, it's a <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> but equally, you know, I like you and do get well soon. Um, listen, I'd love to finish above a Premier League player, mate. So um, now I know it's him. Definitely him. And not someone taking the piss. <laughs> no, Ford is the only player taking the piss in our league. Um, <laughs> Up yours, thanks, both of yours. <laughs> thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. Catch you later, bye-bye. Chris, thank you so much. That was absolutely brilliant. And, of course, if you've enjoyed hearing Chris on the show or seeing any of his other appearances... Appearances? What appearances? What puppet is this? This is um, Donny Van... Uh, Deerances who talks about Chris McCausland's appearances. <laughs> and he's usher from Fusion, but he's a deeper voice. I just want to let you guys know that uh, Chris is on tour. You can get th- his tour tickets at uh, chrismcausland.com. He's brilliant. Why wouldn't you go? I mean, you have to ask yourself that question. Answer it truthfully. Mm. But it is time for Hit the Post. Oh, this time is it the post. If Vinny would like to read uh, an email we've had from James uh, in Crawley, then I, I'd love it if that was the last time I ever have to deal with Vinny. Okay. 
right? Okay, so here's the email. This is from James, who's a Crawley Town fan, and hello to you, my friend. So, it's Ash. Hi, guys. I know it's been a few weeks since Matt talked about Friesland. <gasps> oh, my days. The province <laughs> where he wept and thought I'd get in touch, as my grandma and her side of the family are actually from Leowarden, which is a city in Friesland. And my uncle took me to she, Leowarden FC, who did play in the Eredivisie for a brief time about 15 years ago. They lost, and I wept as a little 11-year-old, so I know your pinch. P.S. John, my team name for the last few seasons has been Gentleman's Grealish, and I wondered, is it a good team name or is it bad? Well, James, thanks for your email, um, and bye-bye now, Vinny. Off you pop. Oh, could I not just talk about, you don't want to ask me anything about Friesland, is that is where I'm from? You know, this is big for me. Yeah, well, I, I wonder if you are from Friesland, because frankly, your accent is all over the shop. I've traveled, bitch. I think Gentleman's Graylish is a wonderful team name because it, it speaks to my point that nobody quite knows how to pronounce that surname. Everyone so, knows. It's Grealish. Well, perhaps it's Gentleman's Grealish. Perhaps it's Jack Grealish. Grealish. We don't know. Do we? <laughs> it's a wonderful team name, and thanks for getting in touch. So uh, before we go, time to update you on the Listener League and to uh, dedicate this show to our special listener. And uh, on last week's subject, the uh, the special listener was anyone using soy sauce. Yeah. Um, and Mike Aldroyd has got in touch, who says, I'm currently having a stinker on FPL due to my refusal to sign Salah and keeping Fernandez. Yes, I am a scum fan. However, I was cheered up by your shout out as I was in the process of making an aubergine and mushroom vegan pasta. I was just contemplating adding some tamari soy sauce. I did, and it was a great choice. Keep up the good work. Thanks for making me feel better about my bad weeks on FPL. Matt, much appreciated. Mike Aldroyd. So um, I usually leave it to you to to dedicate the show to someone, but I think you are having an actual breakdown. So do you feel (laughs) capable? Yeah, this is dedicated to anyone who is um, pausing this show to watch Cobra Cyber War. I don't know if you've been watching it, John. No. It's really good. And this one is about a cyber attack. It's brilliant. So, um, well, that's it. The dedication is to anyone who throughout this week is is dipping in and out of our podcast to listen to Cobra what? To watch Cobra Cyber War. If you're not, it's so good. Congratulations to Dan Hill, who is the new leader at the top of the uh, FPL Fan League. 76 points this week takes him just ahead of Connor Reed. Not sure about this, his team name. 819 points. Wow. Better call Raul. Uh, <laughs> very tight at the top. Three players at the top above 800 points. Absolutely superb. Uh, new team this week uh, added Craig Fisher, a clockwork orange. Oh, so good. It'll get banned, baby. And Leo Ream, uh, my other favourite, shut the FA Cup. <laughs> That's, That's great. Really good. That's all we've got time for. There's an international break next week, but we'll be still back with a podcast. We'll be joined by comedian, Luke, 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 fan and manager of Trophy Wives. It's Maisie Adam. And remember to keep sending us any peculiar football stories you want us to discuss, forfeit or prize suggestions or any questions for our guests. And remember to leave a review, share it on your social media, tell all your friends about it, tweet us at ComediansFPL, email us, hello at cpfpl.com. And please get behind Vinnie van der Veet. He needs your love. He's a good guy. He's coming from Holland. He's here to help. Don't slag him off. Kill him. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 